You're listening to the Medics Impact Podcast, giving you the tips you need to be successful along the path to professional opportunities. Hello, and welcome to a very special 40th episode of the Impact Podcast. I'm your host, the Editor-in-Chief at MedicsTeam.com, Andrew Bogue. Prepare your ears, because I'm about to mention a word that sends shivers down the spines of job seekers. A word that sends eyes rolling and groans moaning. It's a tedious task to create, but it's also essential if you want to be a candidate that's great. That's right, I'm talking about the resume. Okay, I promise there will be no more rhyming on this podcast after that dramatic buildup. But I felt it was necessary because, frankly, the resume can be built up in our minds as this scary, daunting project. With so many rules, most of them unwritten, and every employer looking for something a little different, it's only natural to feel a bit lost when writing a new resume or dusting off that old one for edits. That's why I'm welcoming Medic Senior Business Development Manager, Chloe Giffen, to the podcast today. She's got years of experience helping job seekers find great jobs and building even better teams. After reviewing thousands of resumes, she's come up with her four favorite tips for job seekers, and she's sharing them with us in just a few moments. But before we get to Chloe's resume advice, have you seen the new look of MedicsTeam.com yet? To kick off our 20th year of positively impacting careers, our website has been completely renamed to help you navigate our entire archive of career advice. From episodes of this podcast to expert articles, you'll find it all at www.medicsteam.com slash podcast. I'm honestly so excited for you to get started. So check it out today at medicsteam.com slash podcast. And now here's my interview with Chloe. Okay, we are back with our special guest for today's episode, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How, how are things working from home over there? You know, we've had a busy day, but busy is good. It means we're getting business and, and talking, to, talking to people, which I love. That's great. Well, you know, thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your busy day to give us uh, some advice for resumes. And I know we're all itching to hear the expertise you have to share. But before we get into your tips for our listeners today, I'm hoping you can give us a little bit of background into your career path. So how long have you been with Medics and what's your current job title? Yeah, so I started with Medics in August of 2017 uh, as a recruiter, like most people start. I moved into a sales role, so moved into our account management role, and actually in this last November, I moved out to Kansas City, and I'm now a senior business development manager uh, focused on seeding our St. Louis market, potential market. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So yeah, definitely sounds like you've had a, a, a career that's evolved and grown at Medics, yeah, coming from recruiting to now this uh, you know, business development area. So I'm sure you've seen it all when it comes to uh, career paths and job interviews, right? Because yes. staffing is all about getting people to work, um, making sure that they're finding a career that fits with them. And as we know, an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to interviewing for jobs and applying is uh, that word that we have a love-hate relationship with, the resume. Gosh darn resume. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You know, I think the goal today is to make it not such a dirty word for us, right? Because 
a resume shouldn't be that scary. It's just something talking about your career, your experience, your life experience. So it should be something that is um, exciting for you and, and a positive thing. So um, I'm interested in, in hearing some of your favorite tips today. And I believe you're bringing four major resume tips to the table. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, some of these might be new for our listeners. Some of them might be reinforcing some things that they already know, but it's always good to get a good refresher um, on this. So who knows, maybe after we talk today, I'll even dust off mine and, and give it a little spruce up. So uh, <laughs> without further ado, I want to dig right in and, and hear uh, Chloe's four resume tips for us today. So uh, what's the first tip you got for us? Yeah. So, I mean, in, in the spirit of what you're saying, a resume shouldn't be a dirty word. It should be something that you, uh, that showcases you, that shows the things you've accomplished. So I think my first tip really uh, is make sure that you are highlighting the accomplishments. So make sure in that section where you're obviously including all the information about your past positions, that you're doing more than just highlighting the, the responsibilities you might've had, but rather you know, the accomplishments that you had in the role, the things you were able to achieve, the things that might set you apart, um, because everyone can read a job description. You really want to highlight what you were able to bring to the table. So that'll be my first tip. Um, the second, though, I think is customizing that resume a little bit. So say you're looking at a, um, you know, a job position that you're really excited about, take a look at what keywords are being brought, uh, brought up multiple times or what things they might have highlighted in the job description and see where you might be able to integrate those things into your own resume. Uh, and obviously don't make it up, <laughs> but um, you know, if you have those skills from past positions, make sure that you know, your bullet points are including some of those keywords so that your resume pulls uh, into you know, the top of a search when, when someone's looking for new candidates. So that's, that's interesting too, because yeah, definitely don't want to, you know, if you're, if you're lying on a resume, that's going to come up at some point. Um, you're mm -hmm. going to have to uh, explain what you've written down and, and really give the background to it. And I think those two points tie really ni nicely together, right? Because you're, you're highlighting keywords, you want to get them out there and you want to tie that to your experience. And to your point, you know, I, f I find myself sometimes when I'm writing a resume that's like responsible for, uh, you know, a, a completed blank, but the, the second part of that is, are, are those accomplishments? And, you know, is, is there a way to share that? Like, I, I think I've heard, you know, some advice around whether you give like a, a percentage or a number to an accomplishment or, or, or try to make it more uh, specific than just like a general responsibility. Is, is that kind of what, you, what you're talking about here is really, you know, putting, a, putting a, a, an exact number on the impact you've made or, or showcasing it in a more specific kind of a way? Yeah, yeah, you nailed it on the head. So exactly, showing, showcasing what you were able to bring to the table. And I think to your point, whether it be, you know, in my sales role, growing a territory 100% year over year per se, um, could be something that I want to highlight rather than saying grew sales territory. Um, because it's putting something quantifiable and something achievable that you did uh, out there. And it's, again, more than just that standard job description that, you know, the 10 other resumes a hiring manager might be looking at is seeing as well. It's setting you apart a little bit. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If you said, um, you know, you were a quarterback and you said scored touchdowns, that's great. But then if you dig deeper and it's like, well, I scored two over three seasons, you're like, well, that's, that's not really that impressive. Right. So yep. uh, <laughs> context is everything here and getting a little bit more specific with that experience can, can make a difference when an employer is looking at it. So that's, that's great advice. All right. So we've got 
two down so far. We've got highlighting those accomplishments um, and making them specific. We've got tailoring your resume to the keywords of the job description, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got, you got another one you're bringing to us? I sure do. Okay. Uh, the other, the third, and I would say this one sometimes can be the most important, is making sure that you are doing a grammar check. Uh, grammar and spelling, I'll actually say. So a uh, funny story that I have here is working with many of my hiring managers. They often say that the first thing that they're looking for within a resume is to make sure that there's no typos, no spelling errors, correct grammar, because that to them is a reflection of your professional communication. Um, so my my big tip is make sure that you are doing that yourself. Probably give it or hand it off maybe to a couple people to read through as well. Think two eyes, three eyes is better than uh, one or, yeah. you know, two Six eyes is better than two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but make sure you're doing that check because that is the first representation that someone is going to have of you. Uh, so if there are typos everywhere, they're just going to assume that you probably communicate that way. And that, in fact, might not be the truth. So uh, yeah. definitely a big one there. <laughs> Oof, that There is no worse feeling than after you've sent in a resume to like, look back at it and go oh my gosh I misspelled my job title and I like there's no way for me to follow back up and be like oh here's an updated version because then that makes me look yeah exactly (laughs) so avoid that panic altogether and have some trusted people in your network proofread is a great piece of advice whether it's people you've worked with family members friends I'm sure they'd be more than happy to give you a helping hand and, and take an extra peek there because when you've put hours into a resume, sometimes you, you just get blind to it. And it's, I can't even, you know, notice any specific parts of it anymore because I've looked at it so many times that it, it oh, doesn't yeah. look like anything to me, you know? Yeah, well, that that in and of itself, as well as sometimes people type as if they're talking um, and that just isn't read the correct way when someone else reads it, it yeah. it's also part of the value, I think, because it's one thing to also read it and say, well, I would have said that. Um, but if it doesn't make sense to another individual, then there probably are a few edits that need to be made. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else here on, on our, on everyone's favorite, the grammar front, uh, before we move on to your, your final tip, uh, for resumes? Uh, you know, I would say just on the note of taking a look at grammatical errors or things that you might be able to edit and improve, just make sure that you're throwing into some like active verb tenses that you're giving more than maybe a sentence description. You're talking about what you achieved uh, beyond what you were responsible for to a point that you just made prior to this. Mm-hmm. So I think using those active verbs can go a really long way. And believe me, thesaurus.com is my favorite place to make sure that I'm not using the same words over and over. Yes. Uh, a great place to go to when you're trying to figure out, you know, what other verbiage you might be able to add into your resume. Uh, that's a great point. Action verbs uh, can make a huge difference, uh, really make that resume pop. Um, and, and that's something that I, I know is, is hard. You, you, like how many different ways can I say this? So yeah, having that thesaurus handy at all times uh, can, can make a difference. All right. You've had three incredible resume tips so far. And I feel like my resume is, is about ready to go. So I know you've got one more here. So what's, what's the final tip that's going to put it over the edge and, and make my resume completely stellar and ready to submit? 
Yeah, so my final tip is just going to be to ditch the objective statement overall. Uh, the only time that I would say that you want to add something in that might be similar to an objective statement, but I would call it more of a summary, would be if there's a major job gap in your history. But overall, for the most part, people aren't reading them. Um, they're skipping right into the major content and keep your resume more simple. I think the simpler, the better, the more easy it is to read, uh, the more excited people get and really want to leave something to be talked about too. So ditch the objective statement. My only asterisk to that would be as if there's a major job gap, it could be a, a good use or a good tool to implement just to explain that job gap. <laughs> so your, your objective statement would be like objective statement to, to obtain a job in the customer service field. Which is like, yes, you're applying to this job. That's that's kind of what we're expecting, right? That your objective exactly. is. Exactly, yeah. So the, the difference for a summary then would be a little bit more of, uh, is it like a, a couple sentences that, that summarizes your career path up to this point? Like you would, like, for example, you would explain, you know, your experience just in a, in a few sentences of coming from recruiting into sales and and why your career path has evolved in the way that it did. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I'm, I'm glad you clarified the two. So yeah, objective statement, we, are, we already know you're applying for the job. We know you want it. You don't need that. <laughs> but from a summary statement standpoint, yes, I think, again, not something that needs to be included for every resume. But per se, I had left my organization for a couple of years for whatever reason. But I had, you know, five years of sales experience. Chloe Giffen has five years of sales experience, looking to enter my next position, did take a two-year gap because I had a child, something of that nature, because I was taking care of my home. I think that can go a really long way because seeing a job gap sometimes can be a daunting thing, but if you're addressing it on the front end and there's a justifiable reason, which typically there is, um, having that right there, being abundantly clear, really transparent can go a really long way as well. Great point. And if you don't have an objective statement, you don't have a career summary, there, like I said, there are other opportunities there, right? You're going to have uh, potentially a cover letter. You're mm -hmm. going to have phone interviews, in-person interviews, virtual interviews, depending on what the situation is at the time. Um, so you have a lot of spaces to give more context to your resume. So you might not need to overload an explanation of everything into this, you know, one sheet of paper that you're submitting, right? Absolutely. And my, my whole thing is make the resume simple because that's what they're going to quickly look at. You still want to be able to share your story. So when you get to that interview, you don't want everything on the resume where you don't have talking points. You, you still want to be able to talk a little bit more about your story and your journey and how you got to where you are. Um, and I think sometimes we can dilute the resume by including too much information. So take a look and say, what can I make? What can I take off to make it more simple, more readable? Well, uh, Chloe, I think you included just the right amount of information uh, for our podcast today. Uh, you've got four great tips you shared with us about highlighting your accomplishments, using those keywords, double checking that grammar, um, and getting rid of the objective statement because we just don't need it anymore. And I think these are all a uh, great piece of advice to keep in mind uh, when updating that resume. Is there anything else you want to leave our audience with uh, today before I let you get back to work? Ooh, a, f a fifth and final tip. Wasn't prepared <laughs> for this. No, no, I would just say, you know, make sure that you're taking a look at those positions again, you're customizing that resume, um, and really maybe keep a bank for yourself of all the, the responsibilities you have had, and know that you can take things off and add them back on, uh, just depending on what the job search or what the job is calling for. There's no harm in that. 
that's true. The, the resume is a living, breathing document, just like you and your career. So it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change and evolve along with you. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad we, we took some of the stigma off the resume today. I feel a lot better about it. Uh, and it's not such a daunting task. Uh, thanks to your advice. So appreciate you coming on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to ask to have you back because um, we, we love hearing your advice and we appreciate you taking the time. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thanks. Talk soon, Chloe. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Medics Impact Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes and access our full catalog of professional development articles on the Medics Career Impact blog.